0: The deal will be cold. If we're going to make it pay, i got to stay on it. How do you know they haven't made you for a cop? The deal might be cold right now. Yeah, that's possible. What other reason was they here for tamping you? How about your friend Jack Wallace? He might have a straight story. Ask him about it. You no, know, I'll do better. I'll ask Red. Captain Kearney finally agreed to go on with the plan with the understanding that Ed Jacobs and another man from our office would have me under surveillance at all times. It was understood that I'd go back to Red's hotel room to see if I could pick up the loose ends. Jacobs and another officer would follow me to the hotel and remain within calling distance. 2 10 a.m. I got to the hotel on West Fifth Street and went up to the second floor to Red's room. Yeah, who's there? Lindsay. How you doing, Lindsay? Lindsay. <laughs>
1: They lay off, huh? I ought to break your back. Okay. Wait a minute, Lindsay. Wait a minute. What's this all about? You want to know? You set your hoods
0: on me. Look at my face.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I went back to pick up the sample. This is what happens. How big do you punks think he
1: are? All right, Stan, what happened out there? Not much. You said he was acting smart. We thought we'd cool him off, Lou. I told you to keep an eye on him. That's all, not to rough him up. No, he's a crybaby. We hardly touched oh, him. Oh, shut up. Every time you get on that H, you get muscle happy. I've warned you before, Stan. Now, this is the last time. You better quit chipping with that junk. You cause any more trouble I like guess, and you're out, understand? He's a crybaby, Red. We didn't hurt. Hear I heard enough from you. Now, go on. Take a walk. Okay. If you see Max, tell him I want him. Yeah, all right. Sorry, Lindsay. These things happen
0: sometimes. Can't be helped. Well, why do you keep punks like that around? I thought you were too smart to connect with users. They could get both of us in trouble.
1: Oh, they'll be all right. Relax. Every once in a while, they get geed up. and have to straighten them out. I wouldn't trust them with my laundry. They're all right for what I use them for. The good errand boys. Can I get you a drink? No. All right, what about the stuff? You ready to move on the deal? I've been ready. I told you I needed the stuff for the 15th. How about tomorrow night? What's
0: the matter with right now? Oh, no,
1: you know better than that. I don't keep the plan around here. I'll call you at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. I
0: still haven't got the sample.
1: You don't need one. It's as good as the first one you got. Come on, what are you stalling for? I'm getting tired of the sample yak. If you don't want to buy, say so.
0: You'll bring it to my hotel tomorrow night? No,
1: I'll call you. I'll tell you where you can pick it up. 20 ounces, 300 an ounce, right?
0: Yeah, no phony stuff. You keep your hands on the table, so will I. You deliver the merchandise, I'll pay the money.
1: What are you worrying about? I trust you. Why can't you trust me? Yeah,
0: sure I did. Look at my face. 3.05 a.m. I left Red and went back downtown to my hotel room. A few minutes after I got in, I heard Ed Jacobs and Lieutenant Lou Walters enter the adjoining room. I checked the hallway first, and then I went next door and briefed him on what had happened with Red. I told him I'd let Ed know about the time and the place of the meet as soon as I heard. Waller said he'd keep enough men ready at the office to cover the area on short notice. I went back to my room, took a shower, and got some sleep. At 8 o'clock that night, I was in my room standing by the phone. I waited. No call. 8 30, 9 o'clock, 9 15, still no word. 9 25 p.m. Hello.
1: Lindsay, this is Red. Sorry, I'm late. I couldn't get to the
0: plant. Well, what's the pitch?
1: It's all set. Norwich Grill West 7th Street when 10:30 shot
0: before he hung up red told me to meet one of his pushers in the last booth at the back end of the grill he said I'd recognize him the man would have the package of heroin wrapped in newspapers I was to hand him six thousand dollars and he would give me the package I immediately contacted Ed in the room next door and he notified the office. At 10.15 p.m., I left the hotel with a dummy package of money containing six marked bills. 10.28 p.m., I got to the Norwich Grill on West 7th Street. It was almost empty. I went to the rear booth where I found one of Red's pushers, Stan, drinking coffee. Right on the dot. Sit down, Lindsey. Yeah. Uh
1: Well,
0: let's not camp on this thing. You got the money? I done business with you before. Where's the stuff? Didn't Red tell you where to be? Yeah. Mapped up in that newspaper. He told me there'd be some stuff under a rock one time. It wasn't there. I want to look. What's the matter? Don't you trust me? You think I got a reason to? All right. Have a look. Yeah, Are you satisfied? No. Open it. All right. It's all there. I saw it made up. Got enough for you? Yeah. Okay. You just made a deal. Yeah, what do you have Coffee, black, piece of apple pie. All right. You? Coffee. All right. Okay, stuff's there. Now how about the loot? I got it. Let's have it. Six G's. Red wants me back in a hurry. We'll relax. We'll have some coffee. This is a big deal. Money. Now how about it? All right. There you go. What's the matter with you? What are you shaking about? Nothing. I'm a little nervous. Red wouldn't let me have a fix before I left. Getting a little sick. I'm gonna have a look here. What are you doing? Red told me to tell you not to open it till you got it back to him. Who are you kidding, Mister? All right, you go ahead and open it up. You'll have to answer for it, not me. Sure. Hey, what's the deal? Only a few bills in here. The rest of it's paper. Are you trying to beat us? It's already done. Well, you won't get away with this. We'll fix you up. Max is outside. Friday, we saw him take the envelope. you get the stuff? Yeah, right here. guy waiting outside, Joe, we got him. They're taking him in now. Cops, lousy cops. Will Redd hears about this. He will. Ed? Yeah, I'll get him. Okay, let's go. Come on, fella, move. What are you grabbing me for? I deliver the stuff. That's all these big deals are. not Mine, I'm small time. Fix once in a while, that's all I want. Just little fixes. The biggest deal I ever made. Yeah, Sure. It's the truth. Now, what about Red? He's got a lot of this stuff left. This guy's above him. Big dealers. Why don't you get them? We'll get them. You'll never guess who the other two are. They're real high powers. Big deals. Nothing but big deals. You won't bust them a hundred years. Yeah, let's go. Get my coat, will you, Ed, please? Yeah, okay.
1: Hey, forgot your check. Who's going to pay for the coffee? He will. Who?
0: This one. Me? Yeah, you just made a big deal. <laughs>
2: The story you have just heard was true. The names were changed to protect the innocent. On August 13th, the booking was made at the Los Angeles Police Department, Watts Substation, City and County of Los Angeles, State of California. In
0: a moment, the results of that booking. And now, here is our star, Jack Webb. Thank you, George Fenneman. Friends, last year, we were honored with thousands of letters from listeners all over the country. Letters telling us that you've bought Fatimas and you find them the best of all king-size cigarettes. Well, thanks to you and the many thousands of other smokers who have switched to Fatima. Now, if you haven't tried Fatimas yet, make this your cue for the new year. Next time, get yourself a pack of Fatimas. Compare them. See the difference. Taste the difference. Smoke the difference. And when you do, I'm convinced that you'll switch to Fatima. Because believe me, in Fatima, the difference is quality. The two
2: suspects, Stanley Parrish and Max Higby, were booked at the Watts substation on suspicion, the Narcotic Act, felony. After a meeting in the district attorney's office, they expressed their desire to assist the police in the apprehension of the outstanding members of the gang. They were filed on, and before a magistrate in municipal court, they waived their right to a preliminary hearing to conceal the fact of their arrest. Next week, The Big Red, Part 2. Ladies and gentlemen... To build our strength against aggression, we must equip our armed forces with the weapons of war. At the same time, we must produce adequate supplies of civilian goods in order to keep prices down and defeat inflation. We can meet this double challenge by raising our productivity, by turning out more goods and services for every hour we work, and by refusing to let up until our nation is secure. Remember, the better we produce, the stronger we grow. Her Dragnet, a series of authentic cases from official files. Technical advice comes from the office of Chief of Police, W.H. Parker, Los Angeles Police Department. Heard tonight were Barney Phillips and Stacey Harris. Script by Jim Moser. Music by Walter Schumann. Hal Gibney speaking. Fatima Cigarettes, best of all king-size cigarettes, has brought you Dragnet, transcribed from Los Angeles.
1: Every one of your waking
0: hours, NBC broadcasts the very finest in comedy, mystery, music, drama, news, and programs of public service. So always set your dial to NBC, the leader in radio programming. Counterspy fights international intrigue next on NBC.